Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 1267, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday and a very happy Chinese New Year if you're celebrating and listening in real time. Welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send in the questions, and I answer them for you. And make sure to stick around until the end. In addition to the usual methods, I have a new, pretty cool way you can send in a question to me. I'll tell you more about that after the Q&A. So for now, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Now, today's question came to me via email. Yane writes, Hey, Dr. Neil, greetings from snowy Finland. Big thanks for hundreds of useful facts and tips you've given me. You truly have made my life healthier. My question is, how much strength benefits do you get as a bonus while doing cardio training? What are the best activities to get some muscles if you like cardio, but not strength training? I love running, but never go to the gym because I hate it. My lower body is in excellent shape thanks to years of consistent running. Therefore, running must improve muscular strength. I feel I have no need for additional training for my legs. My upper body is skinny. I would like to have some muscles there. I sometimes do push-ups and squats, etc. at home, but haven't managed to stay consistent. I'm thinking swimming could be a good cardio exercise and also strength training for your upper body. Would you agree? What are some other activities you would recommend? Keep doing what you're doing. Kind regards, Yane. Thank you so much for your question, Yane. I very much appreciate you taking the time to write in and for expressing your appreciation for the show. I am most thrilled that you find the show helpful and that it has helped you. I must also say that you are way ahead of most people when it comes to your current workout regimen. When we look at U.S. data especially, we find that most adults, and frankly children as well, do not participate in regular physical activity or exercise. So the fact that you've been consistently running for years is fantastic. You deserve some accolades just for staying this consistent. In fact, I wish I could somehow absorb some of your love of running. I don't know if you remember, but last week I was complaining about how much I dislike running, but forced myself to do it anyway. It sounds like you and I are opposites in that sense. 
you love running, but can't stand strength training. I loathe running, but love strength training. So I'm gonna use my experiences along with some of my former patients and clients and some behavior change data to help us out. But even before I get to that, let me first mention something about building strength. Yane, you mentioned that since you've been running consistently for years, your legs are probably in pretty good shape. I would agree. But I wouldn't necessarily say they're strong. Now, please know that in no way is this meant to be offensive. Instead, what I'm trying to say is that building muscular strength requires a different form of exertion. I would say that your leg muscles have quite a bit of muscular endurance. This means that your legs are capable of sustaining activity for long periods of time. For example, you could probably run a 5K no problem. For someone like me who doesn't run all that often, a 5K would probably be exhausting. My muscles haven't been trained to endure that type of activity. But let's remove you and me from the equation and start talking about hypothetical people. That way this won't seem so personal. Let's say I have a friend whom we'll call, oh, I don't know, Guilfoyle. Now, Guilfoyle doesn't spend a lot of his time running. Instead, he spends quite a bit of time in the weight room performing heavy squats and deadlifts. If we were to convince him to go for a 10-minute run, we might find that his legs get fatigued after having to endure this type of activity for 10 minutes straight. He could easily squat over 300 pounds, or about 135 kilograms, five times, but may pass out from exhaustion after having to run for 10 minutes straight. Now let's compare this to someone we'll call Ehrlich. Ehrlich, on the other hand, runs regularly. He's competed in marathons and ultramarathons. We then ask Ehrlich to squat 300 pounds five times. Well, that may not go so well. This is because his legs aren't used to pressing that amount of weight. Now I want to be very clear. Both forms of training are great. Both are considered important components of overall fitness. The ideal would be to have both strong legs, legs that are capable of pressing heavy weight, and legs that can endure activity for long periods of time, like running. In order to develop both muscular strength and muscular endurance, we need to incorporate both training styles. Now, Yane, you said you like to swim. Swimming is a good upper body exercise. This is a great place to start to begin developing the chest, shoulders, and back muscles it will provide you with an increase in upper body strength, but only for a little while. It will increase your upper body strength because you're going to be forcing your upper body to adapt to dealing with moving your limbs underwater. Moving limbs underwater creates resistance, so your muscles will be forced to become stronger when working against this resistance. However, once they've adapted to this, the muscles will become better at enduring this resistance. So, you may find that muscle strength doesn't increase as fast as you'd like it to. Instead, we need to find a way to add more resistance to those muscles so that they grow bigger and stronger. Researchers have actually conducted studies to see if swimming is related to dry land strength. They found that there are some relationships, especially when swimmers train with tethers and focus on improving their explosive power in the pool. So yes, it is absolutely possible to increase your upper body and lower body strength with swimming provided that you incorporate specific training styles designed to improve your muscular strength. Yane, you also said that you'll try and knock out some push-ups and bodyweight squats at home too. These are great, but it sounds like performing these moves hasn't been as consistent as you'd like. So using published data from other experiments, one way to trick yourself into building more consistency around these exercises 
is to perform them before you go for a run. So say you're all dressed up and ready to head out the door for a run. Before you take your first step out the door, stop and perform five push-ups and 10 squats. Then the time after that, when you're ready to head out for a run again, but before you open your door and head outside, perform 10 push-ups and 20 squats. Then head out for your run. The following time, do 15 push-ups and 25 squats. You get the idea. For me, this is what I do. Because I hate running, but I love strength training, so what I'll do is I'll go for a run first. I'll use that as my warm-up and then head into my weight room in the garage. Now, if and when you're ready to dramatically increase your muscular strength, Yane, send me another question and I'll see if I can convince you to head into the weight room. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com health. Just go to indeed.com health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And again, a big thank you for your question, Yane. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send in a question. You can email one to health at oldpodcast.com. Or if you want your voice played on the show, come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy. You can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in your question. The number is 61 I love ohd I thank you so much in advance for sending me your questions. I truly love listening to and answering them. And this wraps up another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you again so much for listening every day. Thank you for listening all the way through. Have a wonderful start to your weekend. And I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.